Our frame is right. good? Yeah, it's good. Are we just rolling? Yeah, so we're going to do a lot of edits. Yo, I'm telling you, this shit gets cut up like a fucking samurai, my guy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Black Party Podcast. I am your illustrious co-host, Chris Wong, the Don. This is my dude, Ziga Boar. What's up, what's up? And today, we are joined by the legendary, the talented, the eccentric, the great, and legendary. <laughs> I said legendary already. Mike Mead. Mike Mead, thank you very much for having, for being here on the podcast. Quite, quite thank you so much for having me here. A uh, little quick backstory on me. What I do is I help emerging blockchain technology companies get into the Fortune 500 space. Obviously, it's very tough for the market being so flooded with these type of different companies. Yeah. But everyone knows um, this whole jury is still out with cryptocurrencies. No one really knows where that industry is still going to shift. But it's kind of known that throughout every industry, small and large from these companies, this technology is going to be ever shifting our different platforms and retail management, healthcare, and financial markets for probably the next few decades. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I'm, I'm glad. I'm actually glad he said that. Like, look, we don't know where this is going because no one, no one knows what the mm-hmm. no one yeah, knows, actually true. knows. Um, you know what what's going to happen or. It's just a new space, so I'm, I'm glad you said that. Like, we don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. we're talking about. You know, we're 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 rolling with it as it yeah. you know, as it develops. And because honestly, that's what's like interesting. Like, we have CISOs from these Fortune 500 companies, and they're coming now, going, "Hey, you know, we don't know about this space. We have a basic idea of that we need to be optimizing it. We need to be implementing this technology, but because it's kind of so limitless with the different use cases, yeah." They right. need to be finding all these different companies and all these niche solutions and implementing it in a variety of different departments and different sectors. Uh, in healthcare, for example, HIPAA compliance and it's very highly regular, regulated, uh, regulated, 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 regulated. It's very highly regulated. There's a lot of red tape, um, and it's interesting because they're now going to realize, hey, blockchain is a perfect use case for securing patient data, having smart contracts. Yeah. And that's something that has been a very big pain point for a lot of these healthcare organizations and securing patient data. Yeah. Uh, for example, Anthem Health, um, they got breached and had to pay $600 million. Wait, what? Yeah, Anthem Health, uh, around, yeah. I think, eight months ago, they got breached. Um, tons and tons of patient data, private data got leaked out. Wait, but who, who, were, who were they paying the 600 m to? Um, I believe, I can't, I, I can't say for sure, I believe it was one a payment just out to all the different customers oh, uh, okay. but then also i'm sure there were also some sec type fines or something yeah i was about to say because like thing because we were uh before we actually got onto the podcast they have an agreement that yeah. they're going to screw data they failed at doing that so there has to be some type of payout so uh just for the people that who are listening and people who are watching just to uh further clarify what you do is you take blockchain solutions for companies are companies that are doing blockchain around the world and marrying them with companies that are looking for blockchain solutions for privacy for security mm-hmm. and uh how, how do you uh, One, i'm going to definitely start using the term marrying <laughs> that sounds me means a marriage is a, a business is more secret than marriage yo business um, yo business proposition i always say is business is more intimate than a relationship mm-hmm. because you know like um it's just uh more serious you know for instance, like I, I remember this. I, I said business is more intimate than sex, and someone was like, "Yo, how's your sex life, man? Pretty good. <laughs> more, more, more. That's, that's, that's intimate than my than my business life. Okay. Clearly, yeah. We'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I definitely agree in terms of, especially in something such as hacking, um, it is intimate because one, not only are you hacking intimate data, um, you need to have a relationship and a technology solution that you completely trust. And so far, it's really that trust hasn't been solidified by whoever you're using from these big companies. So now, obviously, obviously the CISOs are coming and they're actually really creating like these brain think tanks so they can actually extract information. And do you, uh, I mean, in your experience, do you feel like this, uh, for the most part, the crypto community is very young. It's very budding. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like they're, they're getting the information that they need? Uh, when you say the crypto community, because that, that's very different. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that different than blockchain. I, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, Distributed, distributed, distributed consensus. <laughs> Let's use that word because cryptocurrency is completely different from blockchain solutions. Yeah, and but, I should have you said that because I think that's um, a big flaw right now in kind of to the mass public, the relationship they have with cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology. Because I think so many of them associate to hear blockchain and they go, oh, Bitcoin, that is completely a scam. You know, you hear about all those different ICOs right. are going yeah. rogue. Yeah. Um, so when people hear blockchain technology, it almost has this bad stigma already attached to it. Yeah. So for people who aren't in the know, uh, but companies that for the last seven years, obviously have known blockchain technology is becoming one of the most important technology advances in our generation. Um, and it's going to continue to be that with the limitless possibilities and use cases. So they understand that and they're investing in it, but they're also not publicly um, announcing it as much and, and putting it out there in the public because they also don't, a lot of these banks and financial institutions don't want people investing in cryptocurrencies. So they still kind of want to have that negative stigma attached to crypto, uh, the crypto community. In so the meantime, very, they're still using well, Yeah, in the meantime, they're, they're investing themselves. Exactly, you have to. Yeah. Um, and that's where it still has been so kind of convoluted where people who aren't really getting the right information that blockchain technology is did come and what is what a lot of these cryptocurrencies are built on and it is the basic layer but it's really more a technology investment that's going to help us avoid these breaches avoid people having their private data leaked avoid their credit cards being stolen avoid do you, do you actually and, see that as like one of the biggest use cases the security because i i feel like so, that's the largest one with a lot of you just mentioned yeah. anthem health like they got breached are they the specific use cases that i'm looking at is like these enterprise companies are reaching out, you know, to smaller companies. Hey, we have this this specific problem. Is it usually centered around security or? So I would say um, one great question. Um, security definitely with blockchain technology. Mm-hmm. It's that's from like first of mind. People go, oh wait a minute, yeah, this type of technology is perfect for security. Yeah, right. that's a, obviously a huge issue. Hacking has been the mentality of hacking has changed and shifted so much over the last few years. What do you mean by that? Like the mentality of hacking? Uh, so I would say back, like say 15, 10 years ago, you know, you think of ransomware and you think of companies getting hacked and phishing scams where people are trying to just get quick money or get, get their credit card information. Um, the mentality of hacking has definitely shifted to the fact because one, coding has become just blowing up and the people's skills now out there are much wider and they're now going after companies one for ethical reasons so people are attacking companies just because maybe they don't agree with their rights and it's so easy for them to do this that it's not like back in the day where it was more of an elaborate like heist as you will right. it's now guys in their basement in say a foreign country going hey 
we really disagree with their political views, I'm going to hack this company and get them banned in. And that's, I would say, one of the differences where it's not just about money anymore in the hacking, it's now going after companies' reputations and how to tarnish them. From so, what you're saying, it, it sounds like it's also become more easily accessible as well. It's like any, you know, I could hire, you know, a bunch of hackers to do a DDoS attack because mm-hmm. I don't like, um, you know, Amazon's a company like, you know, let, let's not use a, you know, a specific. So like, say maybe like an emerging companies. company, I would yeah. say the best you said case example would be, obviously Amazon would be tougher to hack. Right, right. Parts, right. Parts, yeah, parts, yeah. They, they, but they got the most brolic. Even yeah. though like PlayStation Network did get hacked and you wouldn't think they would be so easily for that to happen. Um, but you could say maybe an emerging startup, um, obviously not gonna name any specific names. Of course, of course. But say they go out there and have some uh, political views that really uh, run to someone the wrong way, um, it's gonna be easier to hack them because they don't have the funds, like say the CISOs and Fortune 500 companies to be investing 25 to $50 million and having the upkeep to have this basic hygiene, as you will, mm-hmm. for these different layers of security. So they might just have one or two layers rather than say eight different layers to protect all of their data or none at all because you know they're a new company and they're operating on lean expenses. Um, it could be very easily to hack them. And you know, if they do want to accomplish that, you're gonna charge their name right away, ruin the credibility and that company's gonna go under. That's actually very interesting because I was actually wondering about this actually a little earlier. It's um, the adoption of blockchain for cybersecurity the uh, difference between how easy and flexible it is for these large Fortune 500 companies that have been well established over the last 15, mm-hmm. 10 years compared to these more uh, flexible but not as uh, financially equipped uh, startups. Yeah. How, uh, in your opinion, how have the, uh, I mean, you don't have to name no names or nothing like that, but have you seen um, a certain flexibility towards blockchain and distributed consensus at these Fortune 500 companies? are You say that you have these CISOs coming out and trying to actually understand what mm-hmm. blockchain is, but do you see a lot of these larger companies actually starting to adopt at a faster yeah, rate? Yeah, implement, are they just throwing You're darts? Saying, are you already saying yeah. the smaller yeah. companies? Are no, no, the bigger ones. The big, bigger ones, yeah. are they throwing darts at yeah, these? Yeah, so like, I, would, I would say, um, one, a lot of these CISOs, I, I would say they do know what the blockchain technology is. And I would say, because actually blockchain technology is very actually very basic to yeah. understand it's very simple it's pretty much getting an a to b to z, to z uh, as fast as possible in a very right. efficient way uh, a decentralized Mike, Mike, way yeah Mike, I'm, I'm just gonna interrupt for our audience who doesn't you know just tuning into the podcast doesn't know what blockchain technology it is a version an architectural version of a distributed consensus that's it we to this day we don't know whether or not blockchain is going to be the distributed ledger consensus mm-hmm. maybe you know hash graph just throwing a name out there the, the what is it the hash acrylic uh, uh, the, the data acrylic the data acrylic graph maybe the tangle who knows which one it will be but blockchain is the dominant one as of, as of today as yeah of, yeah so yeah continue no and, and that's yeah. awesome in terms of a, a great like technological way to explain it yeah um, for more advanced viewers i would say for um some people say you know maybe they just heard about block party and they go hey you know i want to get into this i want to know what it's about Simplest way of, of how I explain the technology, I would say, imagine all three of us, um, you're, you're an accountant. Yes. Um, I'm a customer, um, and Z is another one of your co-workers. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give a document to you, he would have it, you would have to review it, and then you would have to have like checks and balances, and we would go to him. Yeah. And then and that would be the cycle. Right. Um, where blockchain technology, it allows it to go immediately once I submit it to him, to that event, and it creates it very quickly. 
So that's where it's getting A to B to C at a much faster rate. Yeah. And I would say that's just kind of like the very basic yeah. way to explain what blockchain yeah. that's is. A great, yeah, that's a great example. That's yeah. a great, yeah. So basically it's a disintermediation technology. And like you were saying earlier, when we were just, you know, mm -hmm. shooting shit, like it can be applied to almost any industry. With the exactly. Man. So yeah. that's where when all of a sudden people hear that and obviously uh, these bigger companies go, Wait, so now we can make X more efficient um, in so many different possibilities. Right. So that's where every single lobby starts mine who know how to build this technology, uh, they're interested in it, they go, okay, we now have a technology to make everything more secure and faster. Wow. Like why wouldn't what, we what, what, that's where they're going, hey, this is gonna be an ever shifting technology, it's gonna be the most important technology investment through probably through our lifetimes. Yes. Uh, you know, sex robots really get really cool. Yeah. Um, I, I thought. I thought they're coming soon, guys. Coming soon. Uh, that might be that out. But at the end of the day, um, just that mentality and having all these really bright minds in the world now have this ability to get their sort of creative juices flowing and create pretty much everything more efficient and more secure. We're having going to have so many new companies out there building really cool products. And what Z mentioned before, security. Obviously, they go wow. First thought. Yeah, that's exactly what we should be using it for. But, and it is for the most part, a lot yeah. of the companies are shifting towards that direction because that's where a lot of the money is going to go to first. But what's really cool is then a lot of companies are having more creative ways of thinking of using it. Um, for example, um, like identity authentication and retail management. Um, so one really cool company in San Francisco is using blockchain technology to for say you wanted to buy, I think you actually just mentioned you had a limited edition pair of Crocs, Croc tips. Yeah, uh, some leather, some leather, Yo, some so leather. Yo, audience here, so, tune in. <laughs> Christopher Yo. Here. Unfortunately, he's not wearing them right now. Oh, no, no, yeah, I got some. I got some. You got some fly mitts right there on. But when the, my man is the proud owner of Croc, Crocodile Tims. Yo, look, 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 look. For everybody out there hating, you just gotta understand. <laughs> we're in New York City. You gotta look fresh and you gotta come correct. No, so, they so, look good. They, they look good. You know, but you, you gotta win roast. Yeah, I think the roast to compliment ratio has still been one to one. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. not too so bad. Far, I'm waiting, waiting for the ratio to shift a yeah. little more in my favor, but you know, yeah. it's gonna take time <laughs> for everybody to get on the time. It's gonna take some yeah. time. Right? So, you know, hopefully, in the next episode, if you have enough requests, I will have Chris wearing his right, croc right. tips. Oh, bro. Yo, but you you know, if you're not getting hate, you're not doing it. So that's true. That's true. true. It's crazy. Uh, uh, going back to the um, the uh, yeah, I want to say so. Yeah. The point I was trying to make yeah, with the content. Um, how do you know those are authentic? Um, they are authentic because there's a little tag on the side that says 100 authentic <laughs> by Tim's. Okay. Did you buy them through Tim's? I bought them through Tim's. Yes. Okay. Great. So that one in that case. Yeah, you know they're authentic. But think of the sneaker market out there today. How many, very good, yeah. Sneaker market is fantastic. It's blowing up. Um, everyone wants to cop the new Yeezys. Yeah. Um, but think of how many different sites are selling them, selling counterfeit shoes. Um, Bro, there are more the there problems. Yeah. Yo, but every three, yeah. And yeah, every every big company knows that reselling is the way to expand the market. So resellers, boom, right there. That like, how do we? Uh, legitimize these resellers as they're, they're selling authentic products. Exactly. Yeah. And this company in San Francisco is using blockchain to pretty much have identity authentication for high value limited, limited edition items. So now you could go out 
and buy your sneakers and say from on eBay or say from the um, certain type of reseller, of course, likely going to be a reseller that uses and adopts their technology. Yeah. And then you know when you, and you can have this reseller, gives them the credibility that anything on their website is 100% authentic. And now this way, you know other people aren't going to be copying fake crocodile or fake, fake tins. Crocodile, crocodile yeah. tins. You, you know, hey, you but know everybody what? out there, yo, my Tim's are hundred percent real. Do not, do not take this conversation and say my Tim's is fake. My Tim's is hundred percent real from the ground yeah. up. Yeah, it's actually a live crocodile, um, and it just kind of puts his foot in the middle. I mean, they they skin cool. that, they skin that motherfucker alive, and he just shoves his foot in there and just walking, walking around in a crocodile. Yeah, so, so any of you, any of you guys out there that got the the, the Jordan Jumpman in reverse or upside <laughs> down, yo, you, you guys are fucked. Right? There's none of that. But luckily in the future, for all of you guys trying out there and you get some good Yeezys and you know, man, these are fake, you're getting called out by some people who work at Complex when you go to some parties. <laughs> you are now gonna be able in the future, um, use blockchain technology to have that authentication yeah. and that security knowing, hey, I'm spending $800 on a pair of fly shoes, hopefully not crocodile tins, but <laughs> you're gonna know, hey, these are at least real. Oh. Uh, talking about that actually, like. Uh, you obviously run in a lot of like uh, enterprise level circles, people who actually talk about this, because for the most part, mass adoption has not happened yet. Mm -hmm. Like, like we're not. I'm not paying for stuff using blockchain supported like uh, merchants and stuff yeah. like that. Like, we're not. Yeah. We're not there yet. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're getting there with larger companies now using blockchain technology. You might not even know you're using blockchain technology with some of these companies because uh, they're implementing their system. Um, but companies like IBM have a really good blockchain uh, technology yeah. solution. A lot of these companies, and again, we're helping them fill these companies with the right type of solutions. Um, so now I, I hear, like, even IBM, I saw a commercial that was advertising blockchain. Yeah, I saw, I, yeah, I saw exactly that, really that commercial. Cool. That was crazy. It was during the Super Bowl. Exactly. And I was like, hey, that's awesome because now companies are going, hey, you know, this is an important technology and we are it helps us build out our product and makes it better. Now we want to educate people on why exactly it is. That was a, that was IBM thing. is really on their innovative wave, especially with the stellar, like everything. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking I was thinking about that the other day, actually. Like, imagine during the Super Bowl, Vitalik Buterin just bought out a spot for Ethereum. Mm -hmm. A 30-second spot no, for no, Ethereum. Like, low. that would have been crazy. He has the money for that, too. We all know. We saw that. No. We all read that Forbes article. That man's packing. He's a paper billionaire. Mm -hmm. He ain't a paper millionaire. Yeah, I think he applied, but uh, Ty took up all the aspects. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's probably... Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. Damn, Ty. <laughs> Ty, you... We get it. Don't eat Tide Pods. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, they are really tasty on the market. <laughs> After a hangover, guys. By the way, this is sponsored by Tide. <laughs> this, this is actually a very long, very elaborate Tide ad. Yeah. <laughs> Tide, give us money. Tide, definitely give us money. Yeah. Yo, um, but I, I, the, the question I wanted to ask you was, um, you, you obviously talk to a lot of people in this space. Here in New York City, mm -hmm. there's a lot of... Uh, I would, we go so far to say that New York City is probably leading the innovation in blockchain technology for the world. In a low-key um, kind of way, just because they are not allowed to. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that. Really? The, no, the boys no, on I wouldn't Wall Street. What, what, what do you... In why terms of the forefront of innovation with blockchain technology, I would say it's definitely coming in places more like in Switzerland, Zoog, uh, Coin, yeah, right. Crypto Valley. Um, and the reason for that is, and why that blockchain technology is getting built out there, is because of the 
looser regulations around it. Mm -hmm. So we still have those regulations, and it's, a, it's still tough. Even though there are some really exciting blockchain companies here, yeah, it is obviously much easier to build out those type of companies um, where it's a decentralized government. And when you're building out a decentralized platform, having a decentralized course, government yeah. obviously goes hand in hand and making it a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, also inside of that, I would go on to say that we are more leaving the industry of, I kind of think this is what your point was saying, a lot of these enterprise companies are investing more money in blockchain. Yeah. But the technology and a lot of the innovation, some of it is kind of getting built in house. Like, companies I think it's IBM I mentioned earlier yeah. I think they have their own innovation fund where they help invest in certain companies and help them build that technology in-house so we're definitely focusing on that but I would say a lot of these interesting and more different use case companies are getting built out in these different locations because of the, those loose regulations of course I, I blockchain is of course a decentralized and democratized yeah. form of like data structure I, the thing I was thinking really about and uh, not not really to mention names but like the name that is known probably globally or known by many people in the game is consensus consensus mm, right. uh, they they are here in New York City they are probably in what many could consider one of the leading uh leading guys in blockchain right mm -hmm. now they're they are for the most part helping shape what a lot and, of and we were talking about what they do and it's almost like an incubator slash agency slash yeah. in-house product producing definitely i would say the best way to explain it really is that they're building an ecosystem yeah. that really helps accelerate blockchain technology and blockchain companies and that's such a forward way of thinking about it because it goes, hey, um, obviously there's so many use cases like we said, yeah. they're building a company in this ecosystem that allows them to one, build off of their platform, but also then help them build out, say, different relationships and grow their company within it. Um, so kind of similar to what Z was saying in terms of almost like an incubator. Um, it's a very interesting company, very interesting business model, and like you said, um, definitely forefront in, in the innovation space of it because it's hey we're not just going to build help build one solution we're going to help build a whole ecosystem of right. yeah that was that was actually something i was wondering about like in like literally that point ecosystems ecosystems i feel like are going to be the defining the facto thing about blockchain because we we talk about specific use case scenarios security authentication but if we can really look at what blockchain can do for ecosystems, companies like consensus yeah. and companies like consensus will need to be able to build these ecosystems that can actually support uh, development. Like if we look at what Apple did for the app store, for yeah. apps in general, they created right. an ecosystem for regular, regular coders to be able to actually build something like I think the best example of it is Flappy Bird. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, um, definitely the best thing that ever came out is Flappy Bird. 100%. Um, but, like, I was, I was looking at this. innovative game of all time. All of its assets were stolen, yeah. but, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've, I've actually built a few Flappy Bird clones. And, um, guys, if you want to pay, you know, 99 cents for it, feel free. Oh, <laughs> is Flappy Flamingo going well? I think it's, a, I think it's Flappy... Uh, Floppy bunny or oh, something, floppy like, bunny, bunny, or something like that, you know. Nice. But yeah, That's yeah. not too bad. Yeah. We just need to make a game for Ric Flair. Ric Flair Woo. Ric Flair Woo. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we're, yeah. I, I, I really want to build something for Ric Flair. By the way, this is also sponsored by Ric Flair and Flappy Bird. Please give us money. <laughs> give us money. But I was, I, was, I was just thinking, like, what do you think? Um, this, this really is like just more open ended. But where do you, where do you really see? Where do you and your colleagues really see? Uh, in terms of business, where do you see 
blockchain being in 2019 and 2010? Because let me, let me actually preface that uh, that question because that's a really good question, and I want to make it more specific because that's such a like general question. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down a few bullet points of what we discussed before, yeah. and it's like uh, I know where you're going with that question, Chris. Yeah. Um, but what do companies need? Because that always yeah. drives business. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do they need? I know we talked about security. Yeah. But what what specific? What what do they really need? Are they just throwing darts at a board? Like, um, hmm, this might work. Let let's see if blockchain could solve this issue. Exactly. Or you know, like, um, what what problems? What most? What do they need? What okay. problems are they facing? Yeah, definitely like the darts on the board reference, and I would say that's definitely where kind of caused the whole negative act aspect with cryptocurrencies. Of course, because yeah. that's really what it has become. Yeah. When right. you go there's a certain stigma that's I think Chris, you know how many exact uh altcoins are there now? Uh, nah, I think there's like one thousand five hundred like on registered registered on coin market cap it's like one thousand five hundred or something like that. And if we take what Bloomberg's actually said last year, they said there was like twenty six thousand uh 26,000 blockchain projects registered on GitHub mm-hmm. and only 200 of them survived. Yeah, We're talking- since, since the end of that statement, uh, two new ICOs have occurred and um, 300,000 airdrop tokens have, <laughs> oh, absolutely. have been dispersed. Bro, airdrop is crazy. Uh, I'm happy you knew the exact number. Right? <laughs> I'm a research junkie. What can I say? Yeah, Chris, Chris, this Chris. is why Chris dresses so fly. Because <laughs> if he goes up to a bar and starts saying this to a put, put the rock. It's not going to work out. So, 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 oh, work, 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 work. Where for everybody, everybody trying to see some, some this, this is that beauty money right here. Yeah, I don't think it costs me 10 night. bitcoins. Oh, yeah. Yo, bro, if a rock costs me 10 bitcoins, this this shit better block bullets <laughs> or something like that. No, that's, that's uh, vibranium, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yo. I need to use some vibranium. Uh, but um yeah going back to Z's question where where do you where do you really think companies so saying, need like 2019 and all that like yeah. yeah I wouldn't even say I would say a better question would be like where is it be in like 10 years 15 years because again nice. at the end of the day um this is still such a new technology and right now it's really more hey what can we do for what is this and we're building it now we're testing it now where companies are investing so much money on all these different products but it's still at the end of the day, like, this is new. Like, is it going to work out? Um, how is this going to work out exactly? Um, what are the flaws behind it? Because I remember when a new technology, yeah, it sounds really good in theory. Um, there could be many holes in it. New hackers are going to go out of their way to find holes in it. And also, it's a little scary because saying it this way, this technology was created and built by the same community that is probably going to hack it. And that's right. something to really yeah. think about. Um, I think, uh, and that's our back in a lot of people's minds. So in 10, 15 years, I think there is going to get more regulations behind it in a proper way, um, that allows people to build out and invest more in cryptocurrencies, build out this technology, create a positive impact in people's mentality around it as a whole, get more people interested. So I think it's going to get better. Things get more regulated. I think it's going to create a good paradigm shift in the industry for that. Um, in the next two, three, five years, it's still going to be that fun, creative, uh, kind of like creative thought process way where people, you know, like you said, like kind of like brain think tanks and guys going, oh, well, now we got to use blockchain for this. Oh, we got it sneakers. Let's yeah. authenticate it. Um, no, let's do data security for the best companies. Oh, wait, no, healthcare. Let's do that. Wait, oil and gas. We could help them in terms of retail management. Um, uh, you have that data. I messed up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Um, so, so when you do that, we're going to redo the whole convo, can we just edit out that? Yeah, yeah, we got it, we got it. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so for like, what was I going to say, oil and gas? Supply chain. I mean, yeah, supply chain. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, 
So for oil and gas and supply chain, I think Zeke has actually some good points on that um, yeah. when we were talking earlier. Supply chain, man, yeah, that's that's like one of the biggest uh, things that the blockchain could definitely solve. It's essentially, all right, um, I'm eating this banana, right? You know, pause. I'm eating, I'm eating this banana and I'm like, hey, we're, you know, um, it says it's organic, it says it's from Colombia, but meanwhile, how do I know that? How do I know mm-hmm. that it, this didn't get sourced from Ecuador. I mean, like, yeah. you, you know, this is a really lame example, but, you know. I, no, it, no, this is also sponsored yeah. by Bananas. Bananas yeah. give us money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah. but it's a realistic, it's a realistic thing. Think of, think of something, no, think of something that will, uh, uh, that food affects people's health, food effect, you know, if it's, like, contaminated, if it went through this, uh, you know, this, or it, it, let's say the food stayed there for a couple of days. Or let's the say mentality of people, that is so important to them, right. where it's coming from exactly knowing the right type of product right it, that's shifted so much over the last 10 years yeah. that every single new food brand out there yeah you know, hey, this is locally sourced from exactly exactly it's locally sourced it's organic it's you know this is a uh, grass-fed all this bullshit, right and how do i know for mm-hmm. for sure how do how do companies that are working because you know there's multiple um you know uh, moving parts to a company that produces food for instance uh there's the suppliers, there's the transportation, there's the resellers, there's all these, all these, they have to know. Um, but what the blockchain tech allows you to do is, it allows them to see it uh, instantly. Like, hey, this happened at this time, and there's a date or a timestamp on this, mm-hmm. and it's immediately, oh, okay, this was verified. And it's verified on all these blocks or all these, you know, like, let, let's just be simple. It's like uh, a mutual, you know, document, and everyone sees, oh, it was stamped at this yeah. time, it was done this, this way. And for and something like drugs, that would be, you know, that would be amazing because you, all these knockoff brands, like mm-hmm. for your, for, you know, uh, your healthcare system, they might be being produced in, you know, uh, off, off world, not off world, that's some labor reference, <laughs> but like, you know, some other country, it's not being produced in like a facility that has all the standards associated with Definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah. And I like what you said too, it's yeah. with the sharing of knowledge. I think that's uh, so important for the creating like for the mass community, like you said earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so important to people for like you said food for products for businesses people want to see now um that kind of create and share that knowledge but also transparency and transparency that's exactly exactly that and people need that in companies because for so long people are getting jaded and, and getting mistrusting of brands yeah um that and brands know that too that you know creating that trust and keeping that brand recognition is so important. Yeah, we could we could take a perfect example. Like we we mentioned Thai before, but like even think before that, Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle had tainted beef. They yeah. it took them it took them a while for them to not like a while, but in terms of business and people being oh, yeah. afraid, every yeah. second counts. Every second is a million dollars lost out of their pocket. That's a good example. And right. when you really yeah. look at that, like Chipotle had an actual problem. Chipotle had to go. Where is the actual problem? Exactly. Yeah, and every single moment answer. that they had yeah. silence, there was a lost customer. There yeah. was public disinterest. News cycles were going saying Chipotle was killing people. Yeah. Or like resulting right. in and, E. coli. And like you said, like in terms of silence, uh, with Twitter and everyone wanted to voice their opinion, the longer the silence, the worse it's going to get. Yeah. Right. And just the economic uh, problem, the issue with it, it's like, okay, like we could stop, you know, we could recall all this food, we can stop the production. But they don't know where where the actual problem happened with the blockchain. They would know it, and they would they would be able You're to understand from that. a business standpoint. Exactly from, from, from a pure from a pure financial standpoint. Think of all the revenue lost just because Chipotle was like, okay, we don't know where this problem is coming from. Cut off the entire. So arm. you're telling me you're like cut off that entire arm instead of just being like oh just you know like the pinky is infected like yeah. take that take that distribute distribute distribution. Let's do something out. in that. Yeah, place. yeah, like like a meticulous like you know granular like 
okay, if the problem is right there. Instead, they were like, oh, we got to solve this immediately. Mm -hmm. Boom, cut that arm off. So you're telling me yeah. if I were to say I got a Chipotle handling the, the supply chain of it. Right. Um, with this technology, I'd be able to go, okay, hey, this is exactly where there's a little food source. This is where the meat happened in. I can send out, go to that plant, figure out exactly, pinpoint exactly. where the problem is. People, people, yeah. people. And that's just supply chain and logistics. Yeah. That's yeah. one very, and we, you know, we cover that in, in our, in, in our, our course. course. Yeah. 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 But that's like a really specific, and I love that. I love that, uh, supply chain logistics. Cause that's a genuine use case mm -hmm. value. Because like, let's, let's, let's be real. People generally for the most part, don't really care where their food comes. They say they care where their food comes from, but nobody actually takes the time to think what like I have to hand this man a paper. This person has to sign this. This right. has to go on a truck. This truck has to stop here right. and here. And no one really knows how what? many different points of contact there are yeah. with their food. Yeah. There might be 36 points of contact. There might be 152 yeah. points of contact between yeah. the port that they get it from to the redistributor. Nobody really knows how much time it takes to go through all that data, but because it's all, it's all segmented and then it gets centralized in one location. Right. And I would say, uh, also with that brand recognition and in terms of people like caring about so where their things are coming from, what type. Um, a big problem is also that uh, a lot of successful startups who have these healthy food brands out there and are transparent and are true to and building up that brand recognition and that trusted loyalty among their consumers. Um, when they get bought out by a bigger company who doesn't have those same practices, they will still be marketing it out but they will slowly over time start changing out certain ingredients. Yeah. And people now are pretty much getting lied to because they are still built, they have that brand trust, but the brand itself and what's happening behind the brand changed. Do you right. think that's a really good point, man? Yeah. And um, yeah, for our, our listeners out there, definitely just follow up on your favorite brands, you know, because it might not be mm -hmm. the, the locally sourced uh, brand you fall in love with in the first place, you know? Because once you get that paycheck, that, that buyout offer for, you know, hundred exactly. million, one million, it's like, hey, you know, we were, but uh, yeah, reason, the yeah. packaging will still look dissimilar, but all right. of a sudden the fine print ingredients, some things will just get a little switched right. out to something cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Chris finally got a Tinder match, everybody. Uh, right. so we're gonna Sorry, take a small break. Um, <laughs> no, let's clap it up for Chris. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad, my, yo, first off, I've never used, I've never used Tinder. My bad, sorry, I was just, uh, no, I'm just, sorry. Grind. Yo, Chris, come on, Chris. No, I know you love to troll. Like, come on. Well, bro, I'm being we'll 100%, edit, we'll yo, I'm being 100% dolo we'll right now. Yo, we're on God. We can't, we can't, we can't not grind. No, y'all can flame me right now. No, 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 we can't, we can't let people the first time. But, um, uh, thank you, yo. Honestly, it's been a very good conversation. We've actually gained a lot of insight upon this, and I hope our audience yeah. was able to actually see. No, this is the, was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, um, Mike, I know you're you're like you deal with so many different uh, companies, so many different solutions, so many different you know com uh, uh, problems that you're trying to you know face. So honestly, this might be a recurring thing. Like we might just. I would love like, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. so much fun. Um, and obviously, I think we covered one hundredth or no probably probably a lot more a little less yeah <laughs> in terms of the scale uh, so yeah this is a good just starting point because again like we really want to educate our viewers and really I think yeah. this was a good starting point for one building out the kind of the building blocks of what blockchain is what the basic use is yeah but let's start getting into more of like say the darker community of the 
and the different stories of blockchain and what's happening to these CEOs who are getting kidnapped. Yo, do you, you all right, yo, this, this might have to get, but do you guys want to film another podcast talking about scams, crypto yeah. robberies? Yeah, Bro, that's, that's, that's definitely got to happen at some point. I'll take a piss right now. Right, yeah. But, um, yo, hold on, before you leave, before you leave, sit no, down no, right now. Right. All right, yeah, yeah. so, um, so, for just to wrap it up, and also uh, if there's anything we need to do, I'd like we could just come back and yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. So uh, just just for everybody uh, watching at home, uh, thank you very much, everybody tuning, listening. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode of Block Party Podcast. Uh, I would like to once again thank Mike for joining us Mike here. Me. Yo, words, thank words of God, words of God, yo. Everybody, we'll catch you around. Yeah, right. I just want to do another shout out to our sponsors, Bananas. <laughs> Give us money, Chipotle.